I'm going to do something I haven't done for the entire campaign. For those of y'all who have traveled with me all across the country, I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. This man is a pathological liar. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. And in a pattern that I think is straight out of a psychology textbook, his response is to accuse everybody else of lying. He accuses everybody on that debate stage of lying. And it's simply a mindless yell. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. The man ca cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. Donald Trump is such a narcissist that Barack Obama looks at him and goes, dude, what's your problem? Everything in Donald's world is about Donald. And he combines being a pathological liar. And I say pathological because I actually think Donald, if you hooked him up to a lie detector test, he could say one thing in the morning, one thing at noon, and one thing in the evening, all contradictory, and he'd pass the lie detector test each time. Whatever lie he's telling, at that minute, he believes it. But the man is utterly amoral. Let me finish this, please. The man is utterly amoral. Morality does not exist for him. That's Ted Cruz describing Donald Trump in 2016. Welcome to Podcastus. I'm your host, Andrew Roof. We're back with another short commentary episode on what's happening in the United States following the November 2020 presidential election, which saw Joe Biden defeat Donald Trump. The main reason I'm doing these short episodes is to attempt to document the GOP establishment's complete and utter lack of patriotism and their failure to defend the Constitution when things got tough. Their leader, Donald Trump, has gone completely off the rails after losing the election. He's refusing to admit defeat, citing bogus voter fraud claims. And all of this is happening while the COVID-19 pandemic is raging. It's at its worst point right now. And Donald Trump is doing nothing, literally nothing to stop it. If you're listening to this years down the road, spend some time reading old newspaper articles. Learn which Republicans played the role of cheerleader for Trump during these dangerous and destructive weeks. If you're listening to this today, or shortly after November 2020, take a few minutes to process what's happening, and try to grasp just how dangerous and destructive Trump and the GOP's actions have been, and will continue to be, to our democracy and our voting system for years to come. Look, I'm a realist. I know that politics is messy, and I know that Democrats aren't saints. And once we get this mess that we're in sorted out, I'm going to have plenty to say about the Biden administration and where the Democratic Party needs to go. But this is new territory. Trump and the GOP are slowly burning the house they've been evicted from, all the while threatening to incinerate the entire neighborhood, all because of money and a pathetic loyalty to a man who'd sell every one of them out in a heartbeat. Right now, there's millions of children and households around the United States listening to their parents and grandparents talking about how the voting system is a fraud and how Democrats are stealing the election. Just like racism is taught, so is this deep mistrust in government. The damage that Trump and his enablers are doing right now is incalculable and unforgivable. I say unforgivable 
because they know better. Trump himself might not know better. God only knows what makes him tick. But the leadership and the elected members of the Republican Party certainly know better. And there's no better example of someone who knows better than Ted Cruz. Cruz is a brilliant man who pretends he's a simpleton for political gain. He graduated at the top of his class at Harvard Law School. He was described by his professor, Alan Dershowitz, as one of the best students he'd ever had. Ted Cruz clearly knew who Trump was in 2016 when he described him as a pathological liar, a bully, and a narcissist. It's 2020 now, and Cruz has had four years to confirm his 2016 summary of Trump. And now when Trump's at his most dangerous and destructive, Ted Cruz is refusing to stand up for the Constitution. He seems to be worried about Trump's sons. He's worried about Trump's potential media network that he's going to start after he leaves office. And he's busy collecting campaign donations. But look at the damage that's being done to our democracy. I hope Trump concedes today. But more importantly, I hope that Cruz and the rest of the GOP wake up and walk away from this man. They need to leave him alone, raging at the wind. And they need to issue some sort of statement confirming their belief in democracy, their commitment to democracy, their commitment to the sanctity of the vote, and apologize for the damage that they've already done. And just in case you missed the beginning of this episode, I'm going to end with Ted's talk on Trump. And as you listen to these words, remember that a few weeks after he said them, he shifted course and fell in line and spent the next four years supporting the man that he described in these harsh terms. I'm going to do something I haven't done for the entire campaign, for those of y'all who have traveled with me all across the country. I'm going to tell you what I really think of Donald Trump. This man is a pathological liar. He doesn't know the difference between truth and lies. He lies practically every word that comes out of his mouth. And in a pattern that I think is straight out of a psychology textbook, his response is to accuse everybody else of lying. He accuses everybody on that debate stage of lying. And it's simply a mindless yell. Whatever he does, he accuses everyone else of doing. The man ca cannot tell the truth, but he combines it with being a narcissist. A narcissist at a level I don't think this country's ever seen. Donald Trump is such a narcissist that Barack Obama looks at him and goes, dude, what's your problem? Everything in Donald's world is about Donald. And he combines being a pathological liar. And I say pathological because I actually think Donald, if you hooked him up to a lie detector test, he could say one thing in the morning, one thing at noon, and one thing in the evening, all contradictory, and he'd pass the lie detector test each time. Whatever lie he's telling, at that minute, he believes it. But the man is utterly amoral. It, no, let, let me finish this, please. The man is utterly amoral. It, morality does not exist for him. It's why he went after Heidi directly and smeared my wife, attacked her. Apparently, she's not pretty enough for Donald Trump. I may be biased, but I think if he's making that allegation, he's also legally blind. But Donald is a bully. You know, we just visited with fifth graders. Every one of us knew bullies 
in elementary school. Bullies don't come from strength. Bullies come from weakness. Bullies come from a deep, yawning cavern of insecurity. There is a reason Donald builds giant buildings and puts his name on them everywhere he goes. And I will say, there are millions of people in this country who are angry. They're angry at Washington. They're angry at politicians who've lied to them. I understand that anger. I share that anger. And Donald is cynically exploiting that anger. And he is lying to his supporters.